One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, welcome to the Red Men TV. Liverpool have beaten Newcastle by three goals to one. I'm Chris Pajak and I have got an incredible podcast lined up for you. First of all, it is my match reaction after that game. Oh, and welcome to the Red Men TV. Liverpool beating Newcastle by three goals to one. Uh, a brace from Sadio Mane and a goal from Mo Salah uh, after Williams with an absolute thunderbolt broke the start scoring for them. The deadlock at least, at least, sorry, seven minutes in, I think it was. And then it was about nine minutes into the game and they were playing for time already and the cop got quite annoyed with that, to be honest with you. But Liverpool looked like they come back from an international break first, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Didn't think we were very good, to be honest. They didn't think they were very good other than the one opportunity, one shot and one goal that they had. Uh, then Liverpool just found their way into it, started to keep loads of the ball, pushed Trent high on the right, pushed Ale- uh, Robertson high up on the left-hand side and just played it around. Fabinho was an absolute monster throughout that game, winning the ball back, recycling possession, absolutely brilliant. And for me, I think him and Andy Robertson were the two guys first half who stood out. Andy Robertson, for me, I think he made a tackle coming inside after about 19 minutes and it just woke the crowd up. Um, those 12.30s are funny sometimes, aren't they? Because you go into it, you feel good and you, you're, you're excited for the game and then all of a sudden it's just a little bit flat and it took Robertson's tackle for me for for us to get into it and once that happened then I think Liverpool did, Liverpool got control of the ball Liverpool started to move it round nice and easy started to put them under concerted pressure they were playing with very much a five at the back a very deep four and a very deep striker and it was very difficult for Liverpool at times to sort of break them down Uh, Mane and Salah were interchanging that number nine position and for me it didn't really work out, Temp was whipping balls in, Robbo was whipping balls in, neither of them were big enough to worry Lascelles and his partner and then what happened Divock goes into that number nine for a little spell of time and start to cause them a few issues um, Liverpool then break the deadlock with an absolutely fantastic goal from Sadio Mane and Sadio Mane right now is playing like one of the top players in the world which he is by the way and which James Redmond called years ago um, but when he gets the ball now you, you think to yourself he's just going to pass that in the top in and he just passes it in the top in and it's fantastic and it's one all and Liverpool are back in the game and then Newcastle are starting to fear for their lives then and then it is everybody behind the board to, to be fair to them they didn't really change how they played uh, they carried on they knew what they were going to do they knew what Steve Bruce wanted them to do and they wanted to continue to hit Liverpool on the tack and they had a few chances they had that long ball over the top a couple of times where they were caught offside another good high line from Liverpool uh, and then as soon as the second goal goes in I think Divox injured isn't he then Bobby Firmino comes on and Bobby Firmino gets the ball in that like uh, number 10 position as it were flicks the ball through to Sadio Mane and Sadio Mane interestingly doesn't get the ball the keeper then has a little bit of a mistake it bounces up to Mane 2-1 game's over for me from there go into half time we're up the little scare from going 1-0 behind is over 14 games one on the bounce now uh, and a third goal scored by Mo Salah and uh, just 
as soon as he picked the ball up on the edge of the box, you were thinking to yourself, he's just going to take this in, he's just going to round that player and he's probably just going to put that in the bottom down there and that is literally game over. And, and in the end, Liverpool didn't have to break too much of a sweat. I think conditions, I didn't realise when I was stood in the cop, it was hot, but I imagine it would be quite difficult to play out there today. Um, the one substitution early for Riga, I hope that he's okay, but clearly if it was one of those front three players or one of our forward, four forwards to pick up an injury, you probably... Probably quite glad that it was a and not like a Bobby Firmino, Mo Salah, or Sadio Mane. As terrible as that sounds, but you know those three. As soon as Firmino came on, he started pulling the strings, and you can see the difference between him and 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 any of the others when they do play that nine because he just gets there, he just controls the ball, and he just feeds his mates. And those little one twos on the edge of the area all start to work. He is for me the most important player in this team in an attacking sense. I know how good Mo Salah is as a finisher, I know how good Sadio Mane is, but it doesn't click without Bobby Firmino. Stand up, take a bow, whatever you want to do, Bobby, because you are absolutely unbelievable and we need you in this side more than maybe anybody else. Uh, as far as anybody else goes, I thought Firmino was absolutely outstanding again. Uh, I mentioned him a little bit earlier on, but he is the sort of glue that holds that midfield together. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain got about 70, 75 minutes, I'm not sure, the clock was broken in the second half. Um, and it was a little bit of an up and down game for him wasn't it there was a couple of times where he was running through the middle and he looked good and there were a couple of times where his first touch was a five yard pass to the opposition uh, and that will come with match fitness it's going to take time but it's good that we could able to go through a tough game against Newcastle and still get him the minutes ultimately Liverpool are top of the league that's what we wanted 14 games on the bounce winning each and every single one that's absolutely brilliant uh, if you like the video of course just like the video subscribe to the Red Men TV on YouTube and I'll see you next time ta -ra. Okay, there's my thoughts. I should have just given you them like this, really, but I recorded it outside the ground and I thought you'd like the atmosphere. Um, on to the player ratings done by the legendary Mr. Steehaw. Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Men TV. Steve here after Liverpool have just beat Newcastle by three goals to one and I'm here to do some player ratings. Uh, let's start with Adrian then in goal. I don't think he had to do anything about, apart from pick the ball out of his net really and I don't think there was much he could have done. Uh, Liverpool looked more happy to kick through him this week. I know he's been doing a bit of extra work at Melbourne, so maybe he's been practising his kicking. He still can't get it to the halfway line, but at least he didn't kick it right at their players. So we can have a six, seven, yeah, seven. Let's go seven. Um, start at left-back with Robbo. I thought Robbo was amazing, actually. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He probably set the tone. We were really poor for like, the first 10, 15 minutes, and then it was a couple of challenges and a couple of runs by Andy Robertson that kind of boosted not only the team, but kind of put Newcastle on the back foot, and they give the crowd a lift as well. It was a little bit flat up until that point. So, um, Robbo, nine? Nine? Nine and a half, this lad says. Nine and a half for you then, Robbo. Um, Van Dyke, yep, yeah, I mean, he's just unbelievable, isn't he? he, he, he what more can you say about that fella other than just repeating everything you've said? He heads everything away. I actually thought that Joel Linton for them was a bit of a nuisance. Um, caused us a little bit of issues. Sorry, a few issues. But Van Dijk on the cover, he just mops everything up. His passing. I mean, he found Salah you know, on, a, on a sixpence. Was it? it was unbelievable. So, nine? Nine, Virgil? This lad says nine. He's, you might as well do these for me, mate. Um, Matip, I love Joel Matip. He might be my favourite player at the moment. He's absolutely bananas. But, he def he, again, he defends really well. And, he, again... He, he was getting us on the front foot in terms of our attack and play. Newcastle were quite happy to come and park a bus and, you know, that fair play to them, that's what they want to do. At times, it was up to Matip to get us going and get the ball moving. Um, his passing at times was a little bit erratic, but overall, I thought he had a good game, so let's have an eight for, for Matip. Um, Trent, I haven't really seen the first goal back, so apologies if I'm wrong, but I thought maybe he could have got the block in. It was an amazing finish by there, lad, and he, he kind of turns Trent inside out a bit, but he had an awful lot of space. I'm not sure what really happened there. 
Also, going forward, I wasn't sure Trent Crossing was as good as it has been. Would that be fair? Or am I... Yeah, I think fair. Fair. Fair, fair enough. So, uh, not Trent's best day, but he can still have a six. Yeah, have a six. Um, for being, how good's Fabinho, by the way? What, what a player that fella is. He's my man of the match. He's having a ten. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He, he, he sweeps everything up, and not only does he win the ball back, he isn't some yard dog centre mid who can't play. He can play footy as well, you know. Some amazing passes. He got the ball moving. Every time Liverpool, like... There was, and again, there was some loose, loose passes in the attack and play. It was for me. It was for being. Sorry, he was mopping us up. So definitely, I, I can have a ten. Uh, I thought Oxley Chamberlain worked very, very hard, but it's clear that he's nowhere near what he should be or where the level that he needs to be at. I thought his touch and his passing was very unchamberlain. Like again, it is understandable he's had such a long time, and these are the games what you've got to play him in, and we're going to have to, be, you know, grin and bear it. If we want Oxley Chamberlain playing well in February, March, April, where hopefully there's trophies on the line, then we're probably going to have to put up with a couple of iffy performances just so he can get some minutes in his legs. But I mean, at, he looked like the old Oxley Chamberlain at times. He'd, he'd go off on a run and then he'd kick it ten yards in front of himself and just give it to their team. Um, so yeah, I was disappointed, but like I say, he'll, do, he'll, he'll be better for the minutes. So Chamberlain can have a six, six, six. Um, Wijnaldum, he's he's brilliant, isn't he? He comes back from from international duty with Holland, feeling probably like a million dollars, and he, and he continued in that vein, um, playing against his old team. I thought he was unlucky not to score with a, what would have been an absolute world. He just goes over the bar, probably into again. Maybe at times, I thought his decision-making in the final third could have been a little bit better, but overall I thought he had a really good game, so he can have an eight. Um, I think it'd be harsh to give Divock much of a rating since he hobbles off after half an hour. It's a shame for that. Um, okay, fingers crossed it's not too bad. I actually didn't think we attacked. We didn't look brilliant in attack when Divock was on the pitch, especially when he's playing left wing. We kind of swapped and he went up front, and we looked a, the shape looked a little bit better, but again, it'd be harsh to give him a mark, so I'm going to give him one anyway. Let's give him a six. Um, Mo Salah, I actually thought he was quite quiet for the first half especially, didn't see much of him. And then he just comes to life in the second half with some outrageous skill. Such an amazing goal, you know, that, that's where he picks the ball, one little touch from Bobby and Salah's in and he's never ever going to miss that. So even, even in games where Mo Salah might not be his absolute best, he's still a goal threat. He, you know, he scores every single week, it's, you can't take it for granted that a fella comes, probably isn't at his best and still scores. So I'm going to give him an eight, nine, nine. Eight and a half, you know, good, good plan. Eight and a half, that one is. Um, let's go with Sadio Mane next. How brilliant was he? Uh, again, I'm going to give Sadio a ten as well. That goal, he's turned himself in from a, from a winger who maybe scores. So now a lad who just you, you never think he's going to miss. As soon as he got that ball, where he got it, I think the whole ground was up cheering. He knew it was going to be a goal, and that's that's the major difference I think in Liverpool in the last probably year, year and a half, is that he has just turned himself from a very good player into an absolute world-class player. My man James Redmond, you called it, didn't you, James, a while ago? You know, he said he's the best in the world, and he, you know, he's up there with them at the moment. Two more goals, this, the second one gets a little bit of luck, their goalie has a bit of a nightmare, but you know, it was, it was Mane's run, who got, who, he was in there in the first place making those runs, so yeah, I thought, give Sadio a 10. Um, Roberto Firmino comes on, doesn't he, after half an hour, and it's never, it's never good that a player gets injured, but if ever Liverpool needed to make a sub, it was to get that fella on. He is just out of this world, how good that fella is. Um, again, sets the, the, the ball, the little touches, the little flicks, the win the ball. He obviously he's involved in, in the second goal, he's involved in the third goal with an outrageous bit of skill. He works his arse off, that, that's what I say as well. He is unbelievable how good he was. And for, Again, he's only on the pitch for an hour, but 
probably the most influential attacking player that we had. Actually, I know we didn't even score. I know the other two got the goals, but I thought it all came when Bobby came on. The, the worry is that we don't look anywhere near what we need to be without Bobby on the pitch. So we're going to have to look after him and we're going to have to protect him, which is why he won't start games like this. But as subs go, I mean, that was a worldly performance. So fantastic. Well done. Roberto Firmino can have a 10. Um, who else come on? Shakaria Milner. I mean, anyone want to give anyone want to give a mark? Anyone? Anyone? You love Shark. Seven for Shark. Seven and Milner. Seven. There you go. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't paying attention by the point. It was it was dead off, and I was desperate for a drink. Um, so yeah, that's my play ratings. Let me know in the comment section below what I got right, what I got wrong. I noticed last time I did these, I got absolutely mullered. So be a little bit nicer to me. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you soon on Redmen TV. Ta-da. And finally, I stuck around long enough to stick it to Johnny from Newcastle Fans TV. He was kind enough to give me his thoughts as Liverpool extended their lead at the top of the Premier League table. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm joined by Johnny from Newcastle Fans TV. Johnny, how was your afternoon, mate? Oh, the first 10 minutes or whatever it was. I think for 20 minutes we were leaving at Anfield, but it was a great finish from Villems. Um, didn't see it coming after the Arsenal game when he would pretty much cost us the, the three points or the, the point at least. But... I thought, we were, I thought we were okay first half an hour, first 35 minutes until Liverpool scored. I thought, I think we were frustrating you. I think you were trying to do a bit too much, especially Alexander Arnold was getting too many crosses in and we were just dealing it with really well. But when you've got the quality likes of Sadio Mane and Mo Salah, um, it was just too much for us, unfortunately. But I thought we gave it a game, especially in the first half. Um, I think we made you wait for your three points today. I think you did. I think I was surprised. I mean, obviously, when we spoke during the week, you said that we were probably going to play that five at the back, and I think you were a little bit worried about your wing-backs, but if anything, it was both wing-backs that caused us a few issues early on, wasn't there? I don't know the blonde lad's name, but he had a shot that was you know, over the bar from, like, six, seven yards and stuff, and that kept causing us issues, didn't it, throughout the game? It did. I think, obviously, Villems was fantastic for us today. I think that was probably the best game that he's had in the Newcastle shirt. Um, Kraft, defensively, I know who he's up against, likes of Salah and Mane. He struggled defensively, but going forward, he is a little bit of a threat. You'll probably look back at that chance at 2-1, light at the cop. You know, he's not going to get a better chance, and that was probably our opportunity to get back on level square and 2-2. And, and, you know, in the game, we'll probably park about four buses in the last half an hour to try and see if we can hold out for a point. But it's encouraging signs. Um, obviously, disappointed with the, the goals. It's just in mistakes more than anything. Obviously, Kraft's at fault for the first goal, just dived in, allowed Manny to have space in the, uh, in the box for the goal. And the second one, it's a mixture of Atsu and Dubravka, um, which is it's a shame because Dubravka and Atsu have been two of our better players for the start of the season. They've been absolutely brilliant since Tottenham. So it's tough to take, but it's onwards and upwards for us. We've got a massive game against Brighton next week um, in terms of you, yourselves, you know. Liverpool just had to do the job and just focus on the next game. And I think that's what Klopp's got to do, especially for this week, because it's a massive week for Liverpool as it is. One question, what did you make of Bobby Firmino when he comes on for Origi? <laughs> I was thinking, oh great, he's not bringing, he's not bringing Shaqiri on, he's not bringing Lallana on, he's not bringing like, somebody else. But he's, he's so going out to a game, he would have I think it was still. I think it was only one-one at that point. So well, yeah, I think one-one at that point. So he's probably gone. You know, it's still still to win the game, and we haven't done our job yet. Obviously, I don't think Origi coming off is good for you because you need a backup striker because them three need to stay fit all season for Liverpool to win the league, in my opinion. But, yeah, it, he is just different gravy. He's different classes, isn't he, um, Firmino? The fact that he can link up so well with Salah in particular um, for that third goal, it was just brilliant for them. But for us, we can just only look at the positives of that. With defensively, I thought we were OK. It's taken the third goal, I think, was fantastic play by you by uh, Salah and Firmino so it's had to take something that special almost to kind of get, make sure that he's a comfortable and get a comfortable win um, but we'll, 
we'll take what we've got today and we'll hopefully next week we'll get all three points because it's a massive game for us. One thing I'm really disappointed with you at, Johnny, is I've got this... I've just got this thought that all Newcastle fans wear no T-shirts. The sun is cracking the flags, mate. And yet you've got your top on. What's going on here? Oh, mate, you don't want to see what's underneath here, man. <laughs> I've had too many, too many pints on the way down for that, man. No, but to be fair, like, it was good. It was actually it was good in the away ground. Like, Anfield's one of my favourite away days. You know, it's a fantastic ground, especially what they've done with the... It's not the, it's not the Kenny Dagley stand, the main stand, yeah. And I think they've got plans for the Kenny Dagley stand. If they, if they can get that... It's the same as that. I think you know, not many teams want to come around the field anyway. They'll definitely not want to come um, after that. But no, you know, I don't know what that was with the wasp or something. <laughs> but no, not for us. It's it's a good away day in the sense that we can go out and see what we're like against the likes of Liverpool's and the Manchester Cities. But you know, we're, we're kind of expecting we're not going to get anything. A point would almost feel like a win. But it's a bit disappointing. So. Brilliant. Okay. Well, if you've enjoyed the video, like the video, and don't forget to go out and check um, their channel out. It's Newcastle Fans TV over on YouTube. We'll put a link in the description and whatnot. Uh, go over there, check out their results, uh, their fan cams and stuff, and, and enjoy their videos as well. Johnny, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Ta-da. There you go then, that wraps up the post-match podcast. Um, if you're listening on iTunes or on your podcast player, please do give us a five-star rating and tell your friends about the Redmen TV podcast. Ta-da. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.